When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, we have a very special guest. We certainly do. Barney, uh, now he's got a very important title. This is the general manager of the BBL. It's a massive welcome to Alistair Dobson. Are you there, Alistair? I am. It's great to chat. Love it to chat. Hey, let me start with this. A big Mm. congratulations on the season. You must be stoked. It is going so well. Yeah, it's been uh, been really exciting on on a number of fronts. Obviously, a, a couple of pretty tough seasons uh, just gone and, and to, to be able to bounce back and pretty exciting cricket and, and great crowds and big TV audience has been um, really rewarding for everyone involved. Now we are heading into the pointy end now. It's it's finals time. Now, obviously the talking point with the BBL finals is the, it's, it's a different system to the rest of the professional sports uh, leagues around the country. You've gone for five teams in the finals. Can you talk one, Talk me through the structure, then talk me through the thinking. Why do the BBL think this is the best approach? Yeah, we do have a final five. So I think it starts with uh, on on Friday night, tomorrow night, fourth play fifth uh, in the first final. The winner of that will, will go through and play the third team. Um, yep. In the meantime, first play second to go through to the final. And then there's playoffs on the on the way through there. So it's, it's pretty straightforward when you map it out. I think the reason we like five at the moment is it gives it gives an opportunity for games late in the season to be to stay alive and and, uh, and stay meaningful. Uh, we think it's a good opportunity for clubs to be involved. That, that said, as part of our new media rights that you may have read about, we are reviewing the finals system and may go back to to four teams um, in in the next year or two uh, for, for different reasons. But the five the five game final series has been um, has been pretty fun the past couple of years. So uh, we'll see that again over the next uh, ten days or so. Mate, I like it. I like the five team. You know what I'd say? Don't don't go back to four. If anything, seven. I'd I like, like to see that. a seven team finals because that really sticks it to whoever's on the bottom <laughs> of the ladder at this point, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I think uh, the more finals, the better in some ways. So yeah, no, um, we get a few different uh, models sent to us from time to time, and I haven't heard of a seven team final series, but yeah. you know, we'll, we'll have a look. Well, that might actually lead on from my next thing. I was thinking let's expand the BBL. Oh, I like it. I, I, I love the BBL. I want to see more teams. There's a few different models we've thrown around. Um, obviously, I don't know if you know, uh, there is a, uh, there's a, a group up on the Gold Coast. Brett McCullen, who we spoke to uh, yesterday, is trying to get an NBL franchise on the Gold Coast, and he, he wants more professional sporting teams on the Gold Coast. What are the chances we can, we can give them a BBL team? Well, Metricon's a pretty a pretty good BBL venue. The, the Brisbane Heat play the odd game there. It's uh, it's pretty nice. I think you know the BBL is really the, the the soundtrack of summer. So as is the Gold Coast. So I can see uh, see a team settling in nicely on the on the Gold Coast on the beach there. I think we do have eight teams at the moment that um, that are all pretty big and, and going pretty well. So we're not we're not immediately looking for new teams, but I reckon the Gold Coast is. Uh, He's got a good venue and, and uh, lots of families out there to come to the BBL, so you never know. We'll tell Brett. We'll tell Brett that's a definite yes from the GM. We'll <laughs> tell him he's yeah. listening. What about, has there ever been any chat about joining with the Super Smash over there in New Zealand? I like Getting this. Kiwi teams across, yeah. making it a giant comp? Yes. 
had to had to listen to what you said there. Um, yeah, well, I think um, obviously we've had yeah the correct we, we've <laughs> we've had some New Zealanders come and play this year in in the BBL and they've, they've added been great. a heap to the comp and they've, mm. they've been great and Colin de Grondheim's become a bit of a cult hero yes. in Adelaide. So um, the more the more the merrier. I think um, yeah that's a it's another strong competition over there and. Uh, yeah, always looking for innovative ways to bring uh, bring others into the BBL. So we'll, we'll add that to the list as well. It's getting long. Now, the international draft was great this year um, mm. for all the teams and for the supporters. There is some chat about a domestic draft. Do you think this will ever happen, Alistair? Yeah, I think the overseas player draft we had was was pretty good. We, we got good players in. It provided a really interesting moment in the lead up to the season where we got lots of attention and, and talkability about the competition. I think now, there's certainly in the NBA and other big sports around the world, they, they use a draft um, as a really effective way, not only to, to spread the best players around the competition, but to drive lots of interest. So, you know, it's something we're looking at. We're working with the players um, and all our clubs at the moment on what, what the right contracting model is for, for the BBL. I think things like drafts, you see auctions in, in the IPL. So there's lots of interesting models around that I think uh, create a bit of talkability, a bit of drama and a bit of theatre. So I think there's some interesting ideas there. And, um, yeah, we're looking at it at the moment. Uh, now, be honest, I know you've got a history with the AFL. So um, is, is, that, is that thrown up now just to help the stars because they've had such a shocking year? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, uh, I, I think that, yeah, they've, they've certainly um, they've had better seasons, albeit they've had a pretty tough run, run with some injuries. But, yeah, I think ultimately you always want the opportunity Every year for the team that finishes bottom to have a, a crack the next season of winning it, I think that's that underpins any any good competition. So uh, you know, not specifically for the stars, but I think um, you know they, they'd be uh, they're looking at their their, their list and, and reviewing the season like everyone else. But um, yeah, they've had a pretty tough run this year. All right, Alice. So there's something I've always wanted to ask the GM of mm. the BBL. Talk me through hills or flats. Sorry, no roofs or flats. Right? Yeah. Because my grew up in Sydney and it's hills or flats. And then, as in the toss yeah, well, at the start, the bat. And then somebody's written in and said in Queensland, it's mountains and rivers. Have you heard that? I, I must admit, I've never heard of mountains and rivers. I've, I've heard of the other two. I think the bat flip's a very unique uh, element of the BBL. Uh, and, and, and again, a symbol that we that, that uh, the BBL is, is fun for kids and families. And, and we love the roofs and flats. I think... I'm a, I'm a I'm a Victorian, so I, I think it's it's always been roofs and flats. Oh, um, mate, no, nah, it's where, where I'm from. So I, <laughs> here, yeah, okay. Well, we'll um, maybe maybe we should customize it by every ground oh, and let the home team choose. I like might that. Be, uh, might be a way to do it. This is now. This is the innovation we're talking about. That's a great idea, Alistair. So each team, because um, obviously home team tosses. So you know, if it was a coin, the home team are responsible for bringing out a coin. So the home team gets their own bat that's labelled as per local custom, and then yeah, like in Adelaide, it's it's vineyards or creeks. Did you know that one? <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's what they say. I'm, I'm, I'm learning a bit today. I think um, yeah, the uh, another great way for for the BBL to teach them local culture. I guess yes. might be a um, a good way to do that. Now. Alistair, the new, new rights deal, the BBL is shortening. Um, so much noise about it being too long. Uh, you're going, it's to, back to 43 games, I think. Um, is, are you guys excited about this? Do you think it's the right move going forward? Yeah, yeah, we are. I think you know, we, expand, we expanded five or six years ago up to 56, and at the time it was, it was the right thing for the competition. But world cricket's changed a lot since then in terms of the amount of other cricket being played and, and, and the busyness of the Australian summer and WBBL in the mix as well. So uh, going back to, to 40 home and away games down from 56 plus finals. And I think 
just going to be a, an opportunity for, for the best players to play more and hopefully bigger crowds um, around the country as well. So it's an, it's an exciting development from our perspective and great support from the players and the clubs in that as well. Yeah, just on that, the competitiveness of these uh, world leagues. Now, there's there's a few leagues that have got quite a bit of money kicking around that's obviously appealing um well, hopefully just to the overseas players, not necessarily our local players. But at, at a certain point, there are going to be local players who think they can make more money overseas. Um, is Are you looking at anything you guys can do to, to outside of just the financial, to keep the players interested in coming to Australia, making sure it is uh, a tournament that they want to participate in? Yeah, I mean, obviously the financials are, are a key part of it and we're working really hard on that. But what we do hear from, from players around the world is they love coming to the BBL because Australia is such a great place to play cricket with the best venues, you know, the, the best wickets, the best fans uh, and the best lifestyle. And that's not something that we, we take for granted or, or we, we certainly use that when, when we're pitching to overseas players to, to come and play. And, um, you know, that's also the feedback we get. So, yeah, I think we leverage that pretty hard um, in coming in and playing in the BBL and we get great feedback, not, you know, not um, underestimating the importance of getting the dollars right at the same time. So we've got a pretty strong competitive advantage against a lot of those uh, other leagues around the world when it comes to, to lifestyle and, and the environment they play in. And it's, it's an important one for us to, to keep building. Absolutely. Why would you want to play anywhere else, where else, Barney? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. It's bloody I would. great here. Now, Alistair, it's been absolutely terrific this year watching the Australian test stars come back into the BBL mm. arena. And can you just be honest with us? When Stephen Smith goes and smashes a couple of hundreds and a 66 off 33 in a row, are you all high-fiving each other behind the scenes, going, this is the greatest thing ever? Well, it's been one of those seasons. With, we've, I must admit, we've been high-fiving a, a reasonable amount with, yeah. with lots of amazing things happening, whether it's uh, amazing cricket and centuries and high scores or you know, even, even weird things like the, the ball hitting the roof or, or, uh, or players catching, taking catches outside the rope have all been things that, that are really um, you know, underpin mm. how amazing the season's been. And, and, and the centuries or the, the innings from, from Steve have been you know, amongst that list. And I think, you know, I think the, the great thing was he, he scored one of those in, up in Coffs Harbour and the opportunity for locals to come along and see such an amazing performance so close is just another way the BBL uh, is such a big part of the Australian summer when we're not just in the big capital cities, but all around the country, you can see players like Steve Smith uh, you know, create such, such memories. Now, is that going to be uh, a priority? That's one of the things I do love for the BBL is you, you have, especially this year you got out, there's been games in regional places. I know there was a game in Albury. There's been games in, uh, like, as you said, in Coffs Harbour and all around the place. Is that something you're looking when the, the, the tournament number of games is reduced? Are you going to try and maintain that, uh, that uh, travel, basically, getting out to the regional places? Yeah, certainly a consideration. We look at those games as well, and, and it's a great opportunity to, to do that, oh, it, it may be a little harder at, at times, depending on you know the the, the games and the schedule and, the, and the, where the teams want to play. But it'll certainly be now thinking to try and continue that footprint around the country. Hey, Alistair, what was the outcome of the ball hitting the roof? I know, um, as in the changing of the rule, I know that uh, Zamstagram was saying that it should be a catch that you can take with one hand. Has that rule changed? I, I didn't see what the outcome was. No, it hasn't changed yet. It's certainly been. It'll be at the top of our list when we meet post-season and discuss different rules. It's probably not one we thought we'd have on the list, yeah. uh, you mm. know, going into a season, but it's been pretty amazing. There's been so many interesting suggestions. I mean, obviously, it's six at the moment. There's, it's been a dead ball in the past. There's something quite interesting in a in a one hand off the roof. I don't, uh, you know, I think that's, you know, if, if the BBL's anything, it's innovative and prepared to, to try different things. So um, I wouldn't, wouldn't put a line through anything at the moment. It's a great opportunity for us to, 
to continue to sort of innovate and, and I guess uh, respond to what Sands in particular think is the right outcome. But a pretty amazing. I reckon it's happened once in probably the first 11 seasons of the BBL and happened twice in an inning. So, you know, these, that's, that's the season we've had where, uh, where you couldn't have picked it. Um, but when it happened, it was pretty pretty interesting and, and pretty funny, to be honest. Yeah, with the new the, the power these players have and the new bats, do we need higher roofs at our stadiums? Is that something we can look at? <laughs> I, I, I did hear that from, I think it might have been Adam Zamper as well, suggested we should just make the roof higher, which would be an interesting engineering exercise. But um, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's obviously unique to, to Marvel Stadium in Melbourne to have a roof, which is, which is uh, pretty... Um, pretty great facility for us. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what the answer is, whether it's a change in the rules or a change in the stadiums. But, yeah, the, the bats and, and the power the players have and even the stances they, they get into before the ball's bowled, you can see it's such a power game, particularly in T20. There's a lot of baseball-type stances and, 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 and wide, your feet wide apart. So not surprising some of these things are becoming more and more more common. Yeah, certainly. Now, just uh, before we let you go, because I know we are pushed for time, a... Um, with the so the new the re- reduced uh, schedule going back to forty three games uh, that's was due to commence with the next broadcast deal although we got one year to go um, there has been talk around that you guys might start the reduced schedule from next year uh, what's the thinking around that when can we expect to see the reduced schedule yeah I think we'll get through the next ten days of, of the finals which is shaping up really nicely and and sit down with our broadcasters and our clubs and and assess what the best looking schedule is for next year i think there's a there's a fair bit of interest in bringing it forward a year obviously there's a, there's a few different elements and considerations so um don't have an answer for you on that just yet there is a there is a chance it's next year but uh, there's a little bit of work to go on that um if we can get there all right uh, Alistair, if you want Barney and I to come to that meeting with you we've yeah. got a few ideas so <laughs> yeah. just send us a yeah, message. I've got you. Got, you've got your number. We might oh, dial you in. Okay, that's beautiful. Fantastic. Hey, thanks for joining us, Alistair, and thanks for uh, – uh, sorry, congratulations for a great season. Um, and we're no, just I appreciate get, it. Any... I was just going to say we're just getting started, to be honest, because it's the exciting time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, no, great to chat, and thanks for your support.